Hare Krishna. Manchakalpa trubhyascha kripa sindhu vyebhacha patikanam pavanebhyo vaishnavibhyo namo namaha. So welcome to our continuation of Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 11, Chapter 30, The Disappearance of the Yadu Dynasty or The Disappearance of uh, Krishna. Uh, we are up to text uh, number 33. Here, 113033. Uh, and uh, you remember, I hope, that uh, text 28 to 32 were translated together. And it's one long, very beautiful description of the Lord. Uh, now he's by himself. Lord Balaram has left. The whole Yadu dynasties have disappeared, apparently killing themselves, each other off in a drunken brawl, which is just a, a show. Uh, and now the Lord is left, and um, uh, he's sitting down silently on the ground underneath a banyan tree, a people a tree. And then uh, 20, I'll just read 28.32 again. Translation. The Lord was exhibiting his brilliantly effulgent four-armed form. So notice now he's got, he's in kind of majestic uh, aspect. So his four-armed form, the radiance of which, just like a smokeless fire, dissipated the darkness in all directions. His complexion was the color of a dark blue cloud and his effulgence the color of molten gold and his all-auspicious form bore the mark of Srivatsa. A beautiful smile graced his lotus face. Locks of dark blue hair adorned his head. His lotus-eyed were very attractive and his sharp-shaped earrings or makara-shaped earrings glittered. He wore a pair of silken garments, an ornamental belt, the sacred thread, bracelets and arm ornaments, along with a helmet, the kashtuba jewel, necklaces, anklets, and other royal emblems. So he's very much in, you know, showing his opulence. Encircling his body were flower garlands and his personal weapons in their embodied forms. As he sat, he held his left foot with his lotus red sole upon his right thigh. So that's the, that's the long description of his uh, position. So now we're going to continue with text 33. Before I read the verse, I'll just say, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. So text 33 in Sanskrit goes like this. This is a little bit of a complicated meter here. Mishala Visheshaya Kanda Kateshur Lum. Dako jara mragasya karam tatscharanam vidyadha mukasankaya. Just then, a hunter named Jara, 
who had approached the place mistook the Lord's foot for a deer's face. Thinking he had found his prey, Jerah pierced the foot with his arrow, which had he had fashioned from the remaining iron fragment of Samba's club. Uh, so you notice the, the hunter. Um, well, it starts the Sanskrit starts with the uh, uh, the arrow <laughs> uh, with the fragment of the iron club re- remained. He had remember the the uh, samba had put a club that pretended to be a a uh, pregnant girl, and they were goofing on the sages, and they cursed the yadus. And they said this club, when they discovered he had the club underneath uh, his cloth, which made it look like he was pregnant, what's this, what's the sex of my child? And they understood. And they said that club is going to destroy the dynasty. Uh, the others had the club ground up into fine pieces and thrown into the sea. Uh, the, the, the powdery part washed up on the beach and grew into canes that turned into they beat each other to death with. And then the little bit left was this arrowhead. This this hunter named Jarrah found the arrow found this piece of iron, made used into an iron an arrowhead, and that was the arrow that he shot uh, uh, at Krishna's foot, which is sitting on his thigh, so the sole of his foot is facing Heath thinks of that's that as a deer's face uh, and then aimed it uh, with his arrow that was there. The hunter's name is Jarrah. Jarrah, it means old age. Jarrah is usually, a, and shows up in the Bhagavatam as the daughter of death. <laughs> um, but here his name is just Jarrah. It's not a feminine uh, here, so he uh, shoots this uh, uh, this arrow. Uh, now, now it says here in the purport, according to Sri Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur, the statement that the arrow pierced the Lord's foot expressed the point of view of the hunter who thought he had struck a deer. In fact, the arrow merely touched the Lord's lotus foot and did not pierce it, pierce it, since the Lord's limbs are composed of eternity, knowledge, and bliss. Otherwise, in the description of the next verse, that the hunter became fearful and fell down with his head upon the Lord's feet, Shukadeva Goswami would have stated that he had extracted his arrow from the Lord's foot. Uh, here's what Vishnu Chakravarti says, his purport literally, he pierced his foot. That said, he pierced his foot. This means that the hunter Jarrah thought that he had shot a deer. Actually, the arrow only touched Krishna's foot, but did not pierce it, since the Lord's limbs are eternity, knowledge, and bliss. So that much they sort of quote. Then but he says, otherwise, when the hunter in fear 
placed his head on the Lord's foot. That's coming up. As explained in the next verse, he would have taken out the arrow. So if, the, if he had pierced the foot, the arrow be there, he puts his head mm-hmm. on the sword of the Lord's foot. He didn't say he take, took the arrow out. So there was no arrow. Uh, that's that's what Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur is is saying, and uh, uh, so this 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 pastime uh, of the Lord's disappearance is mostly just a show uh, for different purposes. So anyway, so that's that's uh, uh, text thirty three. Uh, with that, it has that weird meter too, which kind of describes this inauspicious thing. So it's kind of appropriate that. So now we, we go back with text uh, thirty-four to the um, uh, standard shloka meter. Chaturbhujam tam, chaturbhujam tam, purusham dvistva sakrta kilbishaha. Bita papata shirasa padayor asura dishaha. The translation here uh, then seeing they, that four armed personality, the hunter became terrified of the offense he had committed, and he fell down, placing his head upon the feet of the enemy of the demons. So see, there's no mention about the arrow here. So chatur bhujam tam purusham, seeing that four-armed chatur bhuja, the four-armed form of the Lord. So shat bhuja, six of those, chatur bhuja. Uh, that, that purusham, that purusham with the chatur bhujam, uh, four arms, drisva, seeing, uh, he, that is the, the uh, hunter, Kritakilbisha, having committed an offense, uh, it says here. Uh, the word kilbisha, well, we'll go, uh, there are a couple of places. Uh, uh, kilbisha is a general word meaning a fault, a sin, a, a injustice, injury, something like that. Uh, uh, also could mean offense. I mean, aparad is, there's, we'll talk about some of these different words. Uh, so he became afraid, bitaha, because of this, the, the krita, the, uh, he had made this kilbisha, this mistake. And so he uh, fell down uh, and put his head up, up at the feet of Asura Dvisha, the enemy of the Asuras. Uh, that's the name for Krishna. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, in the Bhagavad Gita. If, if we look at, like, uh, you'll see all these words together for sin and offense in 313. Uh, where uh, Krishna says, uh, 
There's that word, kilbishyahai. Bunjate te tvagam papam yepanshantyatmakaranat. This says the devotees of the Lord are released from all kinds of sins. Uh, and uh, uh, here's the word kilbishai that's used. Uh, because they they are eaters, uh, the shant, santa, the devotees, they get relief from all kinds of sins because they eat uh, yajna shishta, food taken after the performance of sacrifice. Uh, uh, so, the, so therefore, they enjoy that situation, bunjante te. However, uh, Agham papam, here's kind of two heavy-duty words. Uh, Agha, you know, agasura. (laughs) Agha, uh, uh, grievous sins. Uh, Papa, these sinners who prepare food, they, they, atmakaranat, which is translated here as sense enjoyment for their own selves. They just selfishly make food. Then they eat uh, uh, only sin. It says here. So so this this thirteenth text you got lots of different words for for sin and offense. But there there's a difference between sins and offenses. Uh, uh, because uh, we Oh, by the way, you know, the, the other one where you see the word for sarva-dharman prityaja mamekam saranam braja ahamtam sarva-papi-bio-papa the papa-parusha, the sin-personified papa. Uh, you get freed from all uh, sins. I shall deliver you from all sinful reaction. The word is papa that's, that, that's used here. But if you, if you look at the the, the offenses against the holy name, uh, some of them are sins, uh, uh, but some of them are just offenses, uh, because because they're mental. They're just purely mental. If, if for example, among the, the 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 offenses, if you think. That uh, uh, that uh, chanting the the holy name uh, is the same as dharma, vrata, tyaga, different ritualistic uh, activities. The auspicious ritualistic mantras mentioned in the Vedas. If you think it's one of those, then that's an offense against the holy name. Uh, and then it says also pramada, inattentiveness. So that's just a mental, it's not exactly a sin, but it's an offense. So that the power of the holy name is not really, so this is the special namaparad. Uh, uh, so pretty much if you're on the path of devotional service, all sins are offenses, but there's some offenses that are not exactly uh, sins uh, to preach the glories of the holy name to the faithless person uh, 
uh, to maintain material desires. By the way, the, the offense is not to have material desires, but is to maintain them. Uh, or not to have complete faith in the Holy Name. You think that, well, if I uh, get the, all the results of the Holy Name, you have to be, have the faith that I'll be satisfied in all respects. Uh, but if you try to maintain one material desire, even just a material desire, you know, I really like ice cream, you know. <laughs> I'm going to like, you know, one thing I want, I want pure devotional service plus ice cream, whether it's offered or not. You know, then you don't have complete, you think you get somehow, you know. I, well, I, I, want, I want Krishna consciousness, but just don't make me poor. <laughs> I just don't want to be poor. I'll surrender everything but Krishna at least, you know. That, that's an offense against the Holy Name. Not exactly a sin, but anyway. So that, that's an important distinction to bear in mind here where we're talking about these kilbisha and sins and offenses and all these different sorts of different words that are used in this way. So anyway, now, but he is... He's terrified because he's done something really bad. Uh, he'd made a mistake. Uh, uh, the way he sees the Lord, he's in all his glory, really. Uh, I mean, sitting by himself. By the way, being by himself is weird. You know, because he's a Lord, he's a king. Kings are never by themselves. <laughs> They've always got attendance and... People going on, any any big personality. Even when you read about Lord Chaitanya traveling, you know, as a sannyasi, you always find out he's got a servant <laughs> with him, and there's another Brahmana to cook for him. You know, I mean, people just anybody's got a position has always got an entourage, uh, and so. Uh, but but here he's just by himself. Well, of course, his weapons personified are there, whatever that means in their personal form, but. But uh, but anyway, he's kind of you know lonesome. It, nobody's the yadus are all gone. He's by himself. Anyway, so that's that's how he sees him, and then this this arrow, uh, and so now, text thirty five through thirty eight. Now Jirah is speaking. Uh, he says, uh, now he's, uh, uh, he's saying to the Lord. Um, Ajanatta kutam idam papena madusudana shantumarasi papasya uttam shloka nanga. So notice here the same words for papa, sin, by this sinful person. Jara, uh, excuse me, Jara said, O Lord Madusudana. I am a most sinful person. I have committed this act out of ignorance. O purest Lord, O Uttama Shloka, please forgive this sinner. Uh, 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 so he's speaking now and he says, Ajanata uh, Kritam Idam. This has been done, Ajanata, without knowledge. I didn't know who you were. But it was done by this papena, by this papa, this sinful person. And he addresses him as Madhusudana. 
Kshantu Marasi, yeah, please forgive me uh, of the, this papasya. Uh, 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 and then he calls him Uttama Shloka, O glorious Lord. Uttama Shloka means one who is glorified by the highest verse. That's Uttama Shloka. It's a Bahuvrihi compound, one who's talked about in this way by in Uttama Shloka. And then Ananga, uh, O sinless one, he's uh, without sin. Uh, Agha is sin, so Anagha, sinless. Uh, and so here again, these Papa and Agha are, are in this. Uh, uh, there's no uh, BBT purport. Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur comments, You should forgive my sin. You are sinless. No sin can exist at your feet. Thus you are qualified to forgive my sin. <laughs> He's uh, begging for forgiveness, Jarah says. And then he continues, uh, 36. Yajanu smaranam rinnam ajyana Dvantanashanam vadanti tasyate vishnu maya saddukatam prabhu. O Lord Vishnu, the learned say that for any man, constant remembrance of you will destroy the darkness of ignorance. O Master, I have wronged you. Uh, 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 so he addresses him as this, this anushmaranam, uh, uh, using the word translated as constant remembrance. The, the prefix anu, generally by itself, is um, anu means after. But but uh, when it's the prefixed, when it's prefixed to nouns. Uh, it means one after another repeatedly. So this anusmaranam, constant remembrance or repeated remembrance, it's just like chanting the Hare Krishna mantras. Anusmaranam is this repetition or repeated recollection. So that's what it means, repeated recollection. Uh, uh, if it's pathological, it's obsessive. <laughs> uh, uh, so this is anusmaranam. So this is he uses this word, uh, this anusmaranam, constant remembrance. Uh, 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 this this destroys the darkness, dwanta, uh, of uh, uh, of nashanam of Ajnana Dwanta, the darkness of ignorance, Nasanam, the destroyer of the darkness of ignorance. They say, now a lot of times when they say, they means the authorities, not just anybody, not just the word on the street, but... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 so... Uh, 
so um, yeah so uh, so Tasha toward him I think there's a notice somewhere for that interesting uh, usage it's, it's toward him and then you so they say toward him that's you Vishnu he dresses him I have this has been done to you by me Asadu uh, mistakenly I have wronged you uh, uh, when Banu Swami translates it he does it like this O Vishnu O Master, the learned say that for any man, constant remembrance of you will destroy the darkness of ignorance. And I have wronged such a person. What's well, in the third person I hear today? I have uh, th- that person. This has been done by me uh, in, in this way. Uh, so this Anusmarnam, uh, just like if you look at the. Uh, Prabhupada talks about this in uh, the introduction of Bhagavad Gita. Uh, this different paging here in this version that I had before. Uh, but he quotes uh, Bhagavad Gita 8. Uh, I didn't think of that. Okay, let's go. Eight seven. Yeah, yeah. This is what he tasmat sarveshu kaleshu mam anus. Anusmara yudhyacha. Uh, therefore, Arjuna, uh, at all times, uh, Anusmaram, you should think of me, and and yudhyacha, and fight. Uh, uh, and then he says, with your activities dedicated to me and your mind and intelligence fixed on me you will attain me without doubt so this is this constant always even remembering because while fighting he's saying this so he uses this anusmara uh, and uh, uh, so in this way uh, uh, this this is an important word Uh, here in the seventh canto it's an interesting usage of that. I like it. Oh yeah, here's here's this this example of, of constant remembrance. Uh, that this is text twenty-eight and twenty-nine. Uh, a grass worm confined in a hole of a wall by a bee. Uh, so there's a kita, which is a worm, basically. So, uh, so this this worm, which is 
in a hole, but there's a bee outside that kills the worm. Always, always thinks of the bee in fear and enmity, and later becomes a bee simply because of such remembrance. And the word that's used here is anusmaram, because of this constant remembrance, uh, even though it's in fear, but still he's obsessed. Similarly, if the conditioned souls somehow or other think of Krishna, who is Satchitananda Vigraha, they will become free from their sins. Uh, uh, where the word Papa is used, Puttapapmanaha, free from their sins. When they think of him as, whether they think of him as their worshipable Lord or as an enemy, because of constantly thinking of him, uh, they will regain their spiritual bodies. So this is a, another use of this anusmaram, a constant remembrance, a repeated remembrance of the, of the Lord. Uh, so here that's, that's used here. Uh, uh, that uh, the hunter uh, says this, So then he goes on with, uh, we're at text uh, 37 now. He says, Tanmasu jaki vaikunta patmanam rigalubtakam yata punaraham tuevam nakuryam saratikramam. Therefore, O Lord of Vaikunta, Please kill this sinful hunter of animals immediately so that he may not again commit such offenses against saintly persons. That's what he's asking. Ma Ashu Jahi, please kill me quickly. Therefore, Tan Mashu Jahi. And he addresses the Lord Vaikuntha. Uh, meaning Lord of Vaikuntha. Uh, this is the old, uh, the Lord of Vaikuntha is dressed as Vaikuntha. Just if you, like Shakespeare play, they refer to the King of England as just England, or the King of France as just France. That was the old style where the, 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 the king of a place embodied the place. And, and so... Uh, so sometimes you'll say there was a meeting between England and France, you know, with the kings. So again, Papmanam, this sinful person, the sinful Mriga Lubdakam, the sinful hunter of deers, hunter of animal. Mriga is actually used for a deer, but it means just a wild animal, uh, as opposed to a domestic animal. Pashu is the domestic, and Mriga is a wild animals, but the deer sort of stands for them all. Uh, so that so that again I won't do this, may not do this again. Sat uh, Atikrama, uh, especially against Sat against saintly uh, uh, persons. Uh, there's a purport here. Uh, uh, they cite Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's purport and they take some things, but there's other things. So I'm going to read you uh, 
Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur's purport to and some parts that the BBT left out, but which is also interesting. Uh, so here's the BBT port, purport. Srila Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur explains that the fratricidal battle, that fratricidal, you know, brother against brother, like the American Civil War, it's called a fratricidal. The fratricidal battle of the Yadu dynasty and their hunters' attack upon Lord Krishna are clearly activities of the Lord's internal potency for the purpose of fulfilling the Lord's pastime desires. According to the evidence, the quarrel among the members of the Yadu dynasty occurred at sunset. Then the Lord sat down on the bank of the Saraswati River. It is stated that the hunter then arrived with the intention of killing a deer. But it is highly unlikely when more than 560 million warriors had just been killed in a great uproarious battle and the place had been flooded with blood and strewn with corpses that a simple hunter would somehow come along trying to kill a deer. Since deers are by nature fearful and timid, how could any deer possibly be on the scene of such a huge battle? And how could a hunter calmly go about his business in the midst of such carnage? Therefore, the withdrawal of the Yadu dynasty and the Lord and Lord Krishna's own disappearance from this earth were not material historical events. They were instead a display of the Lord's internal potency for the purpose of winding up his manifest pastimes on earth. That is to say, it's a show. So here, here, after the Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur puts, well, they have open quotation marks, but not close quotation marks. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, here's the close quote. So uh, uh, Krishna is saying. Uh, or thinking, or the hunter is assuming he's thinking, fortunately I have no pain in my foot. But you, with the intention of violence, shot the arrow. Uh, so that's what he's thinking, Christians say, okay, I'm not hurt, but you, you know, shot the arrow. In response, the hunter speaks this verse. Therefore, please kill me immediately. Then he goes on. The following description was previously given. Previously given now. So he's quoting this from the third canto. Remember in the third canto of fourth chapter, there was some description of this, the beginning part of this incident. 
uh, where uh, it says, uh, I'll just, uh, the, he quotes the Sanskrit here, but I'll just read the, um, the translation. As the sun was setting, with consciousness distorted by the intoxication of liquor, they destroyed each other, just as bamboos by mutual friction start a fire and destroy the whole forest. So that's what was already in the third canto. Seeing the action of his maya, swaatma maya, so his, by his own maya, uh, Krishna, sipping the water of the Saraswati River, sat down under a tree, riksha mula, at the, at the foot of a tree. Uh, so they, he quotes that. According to this, the third canto, when the sun was setting and the Yadus had killed each other in battle, the Lord sat down on the bank of the Saraswati River. Then the hunter approached to kill a deer. But this is not possible. If 56 million Yadus were suddenly killed in the battle at that place, there would be a river of blood and a great confusion of noise. How would it be possible for the hunter to arrive there to kill a deer? How would a deer, fearful in nature, remain in that place? Therefore, this killing of the Yadus was actually false. However, the Lord made Arjuna and others believe it in order to increase the prema in Karuna Rasa of his devotees like Yudhisthira and to make them give up this world. So they don't mention that part. <laughs> it's kind of, to me, it's very interesting. They increased their love in Karuna uh, Rasa. That is the, the, the sub-feeling of, of, of compassion. Uh, 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 compassion for the whole other people who weren't there they're going to uh, 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 make them willing to give up this world and uh, want to go and be with Krishna. And for others, he did this to increase the wrong philosophy so that Dharma would be stifled. Because this is the other thing. Because Kali Yuga has got to, be, got to be able to act. We've already seen that Kali is going he's been held at bay while Krishna was here uh, 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 it was like Satyuga and now Kali Yuga is going to begin but still the the influence of Satyuga is there so for Kali to work uh, uh, so you want to really give Kali a chance. It says, uh, Vishnu Chakravarti Thakur says that when, when Krishna was at Kurukshetra, Kali approached him and said, look, I can't do my thing as long as, you know, uh, you've, you've done all this. So they want to, want to make a sh- the, this, this battle illusion. So that people, look at the Yadu dynasty. You know, they say they're so great. Look what they did, you know, something like that. So Dharma would be stifled. Actually, after the Devatas had drunk wine and disappeared, the hunter came to that place which was without sound and people. The battle was an illusion. So that, that's how Vishnu Chakravarti uh, said this. Uh, and and uh, so this is, this is the 
what uh, what happened? Do we have time for one more? Yeah, so this is the last, let me just, we'll go on, because 38, uh, this is the last uh, remark of, of uh, Jara. Yashatma yoga ratitam navador virniko rudradayo syatanaya pateo giramye Tvan mayaya pihita dristaya etaranjaha. This is a different meter, I didn't change it. Kim tasyate vayam asadgatayo grinimaha. 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 Yeah. Neither Brahma nor his sons, headed by Rudra, nor any of the great sages who are masters of the Vedic mantras can understand the function of your mystic power. So this is his illusory potency. This is Swa-atma, his own power. Because of your illusory potency had covered their sight, they remained ignorant of how your mystic power works. Therefore, what can I, such a low-born person, possibly say? Uh, uh, Swami translates this neither Brahma nor his sons headed by Rudra nor any of the great sages who are masters of the Vedic mantras this master of Vedic mantras interesting huh uh, word Patayao Giram Gira uh, means words but it means master of the of the Vedic words. Uh, so they can understand, they, they can't, none of them can understand the workings of your mystic power because your illusory potency has covered their sight. Therefore, how can I, such a low-born person, say immediately <coughs> what has happened? Uh, uh, so Vishnu Chakravarti uh, Thakur just simply says, Giram Pataya means the seers of the Vedas. Pataya means the fathers, the masters of the word. Yeah, fathers are masters. Pataya, masters of the words. Even they do not know about this, which is produced by your Maya. How can I of low birth say immediately what has happened? So he's just expressing his confusion. Nobody can really understand what you're up, what you're what you're doing. Uh, so then, uh, that's the end of his That's the end of his statement. The word the word for uh, gear, uh, uh, 
means uh, praising verses, songs, and so on like that. Uh, then giram is speech, language. Uh, and you have the, the dictionary give giram pati as these kind of uh, masters of the Vedas or people who know the giram pati uh, or giram prabhavishnu. You know, these are different words for these kinds of people, uh, the masters of the Vedas and so on. Okay, so we'll stop there. And uh, we're up to where the Lord uh, speaks in response to his statements. And let's see if we have any questions or comments. Shraddha will tell you what to do. We have various means of access or communication. If you're on the phone, you can push star six and that will unmute yourself. If you're on Mayapur TV, you can type in your question into the chat box to the right of the screen. Or you can go to rsdasa.com. And uh, there's a chat box open there in the little right-hand corner. And uh, if you're on Facebook, you can just type in a question into the Facebook chat or comment section. And if you're here live, you can just ask a question. <laughs> yeah, so, um, so it seems like this is merely a story then, right? I mean, like... I, I, what I mean is that, or an illusion, so yeah. no one could actually bear witness to this event. Well, people saw it like that, okay. but it was, it was, it was, uh, really they just went back to Godhead, okay. you know, Drank and he put, put it on, yeah. a, put on a kind of a show, uh, by his own Atma Maya, by his mm-hmm. own potency, uh, it's, I don't know exactly you want to call it internal potency, like, mm-hmm. but, but uh, the, that was the word that was used, I think, in the in the text. By but he did it by his Atma Maya. Okay, and so so the reason given for this elaborate setup is twofold, right? So he, right. he said that one is is um, to help the non-believers, like or whatever, the help those who don't want to believe in Krishna's divinity yeah. or the power of the, the Yadus, you know, they could be like you said, like, oh. Yeah. So that I understand. The other side of it, which is um, invoking the Kar- Karuna Rasa, that part I don't quite understand how that works. Like, how does that invoke that? Well, I, 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 my understanding is, is that, uh, that it would make the uh, other yadus more disaffected with the world mm. uh, and their sympathy would be to their f- fellow uh, members of their the Krishna had left, they had left so uh, th- um, uh, th- they would become less attached to anything material and more attached mm. to to Krishna and also thinking of Krishna in, in, in a way of uh, yeah, just just increase their their feelings mm-hmm. of attachment to Krishna, uh, and and uh, yeah, 
Mm. The ones that weren't there. I mean, good, there's more disasters to come, you know. Mm. I mean, the last we see of Eudysteres heading off toward the Himalayas and and uh, and, uh, and Arjuna's not there either. These are uh, other people, uh, they're, they're uh, somewhere else. And so they they uh, don't, don't take place in this thing. So it seems to me, uh, I didn't. Uh, may, there may be in nectar devotion some more examples of mm-hmm. Karuna Ras. I didn't look any up. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll I'll do that and see mm-hmm. what, see what they say. Uh, but that that was yeah that was Vishnu Chakravarti's mm-hmm. Thakur's remark. It increases this these feelings of. Uh, Yes, yeah, however, the Lord made Arjuna and the others believe it mm-hmm. in order to increase the prema and karuna rasa of his devotees like Yudhisthira. Uh, and so if you think that something disastrous happened, uh, your feelings of pity and, and you know... Mm. These things, all these poor people, you know, mm-hmm. and then make them give up this world, mm-hmm. also. So then, for others, he did so that Dharma would be stifled, mm-hmm. somewhat. Thank you. Along the lines of illusion and all that, uh, Kendra asked. Since Krishna desired both the battle of Kurukshetra and also the annihilation of the Yadu dynasty, are they both the same kind of illusion? I don't think the battle of Kurukshetra was an illusion. I mean, that actually happened. This actually didn't happen. I was thinking the whole thing is a kind of a, uh, a setup uh, that they, they, they somehow went back uh, with, with, with Krishna. And uh, and uh, uh, went to different places according to their level of advancement. But the Battle of Kurukshetra actually happened, uh, and he just said to Arjuna, "You know, I, I, I'm doing this." I mean, he actually saw the universal form of Krishna and he did a fast forward and he saw like Krishna devouring all the soldiers that are rushing into his mouth I am death the destroyer of the worlds and so on and and, and so they were actually you know a lot of people were actually killed uh, in, in that battle then Krishna says I did it you just be my instrument so that's it's, it's quite d- different uh, here, apparently, nobody really killed anybody. <laughs> There's no devotees on one side and demons on the other. Right? <laughs> They're all devotees. <laughs> Maharidi asks, he said, does this mechanism of remem- remembrance at the time of death work in all species? I mean the worm and the wasp concept. 
Yeah, it would seem so if that's the example. I haven't thought about it. I mean, I don't know what you should do. Maybe dogs become humans that way if they're with their masters when they die and they're looking lovingly at the face. (laughs) On the other hand, Prabhupada gives the example of the rich lady that's dying and worried about her dog. Fee, 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 who's going to walk my fee, fee, you know? Somebody's going to walk her. There's dangers of pet ownership, remember that. If the dog is man's best friend, guess what? People like their animals because they don't criticize you. Dogs think every idea you have is a great idea. Yeah, every idea you have is a great idea, right? Whatever it is, they love it. They're just always enthusiastic. <laughs> uh, Kendra had a follow-up question. He said, so there's no historical record of the Yadu's fratricidal war. Yeah, that would be the case, uh-huh. Vijay Krishna Prabhu, he has a general or a question outside of this class. He said, what is the meaning of chewing the chewed? It means that, um, well, if you very have the expression, the, 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 for example, the um, experience of chewing bubblegum, say. So when you first put the bubblegum in your mouth, it tastes good. But after a while, all the flavor's gone out of it, and you still keep chewing. At, usually at that point, people spit it out and throw it out and then put a fresh stick in. Or you've had, you know, uh, eat, eating a sugar cane or something like that, chewing on a sugar cane. After all the sweetness is gone, then it's unpleasant. So chewing the chewed, you mean you you've got something that's 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 already exhausted all its possibility of an enjoyment, but still you keep trying. What about when a cow chews its cud <laughs> the second time? That's different for cows. <laughs> I don't know what enjoyment they get out of it. I, think it's more I have no idea. <laughs> But there's a verse where it talks about charva, charva, charanam, or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, an example of hell is to take somebody and there's some movie they really love and just make them watch it <laughs> over and over again for 200 years, you know? <laughs> As material things, they lose their flavor. Whereas Krishna consciousness is ever increasing, and 
always new. All right, so we'll continue next time. Let me see where my where we are. Oh yeah, so now. Uh, Jara has finished, and now we have 39 begins with Sri Bhagavan Ivacha, the Lord speaks. And then uh, we'll see the continuous action here on the scene. Okay, next week we'll pick up there. Thank you very much. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.